Hello and welcome back. It's time for Say What, where we hear from those connected to our industry about what's going on in our world of electrical apprenticeship. And this does include those topics that you've suggested, so keep them coming. I'm your host, Cindy Sandifer, and got a question. Have you ever instantly connected with someone? I know you have. I know you know exactly what I'm talking about. And well, that that happened to me. Um, it was my experience with Tila Almond. I met her on Zoom. So on Zoom, we had this instant connection. And after hearing her story and what she's doing to help with recruitment and retention in apprenticeship, I knew that she needed to join us on the podcast. So I asked her and she said yes. And so I'm excited to introduce you to Tila. Okay, Tila, you got to reshare your story because we met on Zoom, instant connection, best friends for life, like all that stuff. But you shared your story with me and it it was powerful. And I thought, so I want to hear about Rosie's Girls. We're coming to that. Mm -hmm. But I feel like your story is what makes Rosie's Girls what it is. So will you start with you and then we'll move into talking about that. (laughs) That's fine. (laughs) Okay, so um, I'm from, I was just saying I'm from West Philadelphia. Um, born and raised born and, and you raised. all finished the song I, I played on the playground from time to time I did play basketball that's that's where okay. the bad knees come from okay but um <laughs> so I ended up going to college out of high school um I got accepted to a lot of really prestigious schools New York Institute of Technology um Drexel Penn but I couldn't afford it so um I ended up going to community college and I went there for electrical engineering And I stayed there for a while and I enjoyed it, but it wasn't necessarily what I wanted to do. And I just knew it the whole time I felt it. And besides the fact that I was working and also in college, it was really hard to balance. So I was trying to find a quicker way into the industry that I was going into. I I knew I wanted to do something electrical, electronic, something. So um, I ended up actually going to my high school going back to them and saying like, Hey, like, what can I do? Like, what are my options? And they mentioned technical school. Mm. I was like, okay. I was like, my mom went to tech school. She went to Ritz. So I was like, okay, let me, let me look into it. So I ended up going to Penco tech and I loved it. Mm. I loved it. And I knew immediately that it was something I wanted to do. Um, I understood the timing as far as like waking up early, using your body as a physical environment, but that's what I actually appreciated and enjoyed. I didn't know. So, um, After that, when I graduated from there, I went back to my high school and I was like, so now what? And um, one of my uh, one of my teachers at the time, Miss Hall, she actually uh, she was like, well, why don't you uh, why don't you try the electrical union? I was like, what's that? I was like, what are you talking about? What's what's the electrical union? And um, she was like, you know, that building that's across from CCP. And I was like, oh, you mean the building that I was staring at when I was in like calculus classes or whatever? I was staring at the building. and I would see electrical union, I would see something. I didn't know at the time what it was. So I started putting two and two together. And I was like, okay, I'll think about it. I'll think about it. And I ended up working with a gentleman around my neighborhood. And uh, I wanted to do something with what I learned. And I realized, ah, it's a little unsafe. I don't have like Mm -hmm. the uh, security, the the, the the timing was was awkward sometimes whenever he would have work, whenever he wouldn't. So I was like, all right, let me apply. I'm waiting for April. April is our is our period to apply. I applied and I got in 
and here I am. But that's why, like, I know we're going to talk about Rosie's later, but that's why I'm so passionate about what it means and what it is. Because if something like this pre-apprenticeship program existed when I was trying to figure everything out, I would have saved a lot of time and money. But right. that's 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 part of my story. That's yeah. that's how I got to where I am. It was a period of, let's say, like four years, three four years of time where I could have I could have been in a lot earlier. But mm. that's why uh, understanding what it is and understanding where you can go as a as a woman is really important because yeah. that's something that's not talked about. Like my family wasn't the family to. Um, like prevent me from doing things. They were mm. very supportive, very supportive. It was just more so about we didn't know what the possibilities were, right. you know? So yeah. You don't know what you don't know. You don't know what you don't know. And now now I know. Yeah. So. yeah. And you're making sure other people know. Exactly. But it's, you know, you tell your story, right? And it's, it's we're here to hear. Mm -hmm. But three to four years, mm -hmm. that's a long time. You know, so it's like, okay, college. Right. Okay, great college options. Right. Not going to work. Right. So now I'm at community college. It's cool. It's okay. It's interesting. It's okay. I'm glad I went there and did it there instead of yeah. going to the other colleges and, and spending oh, the yeah. more money on the loans. But yeah, right. it's it's like it's like um coming out of coming out of school, it's always a talk, right? Mm. Like uh your friends are going to college. You're like, okay, cool, that sounds like fun. I wanna go. But then you're also trying to figure out what you wanna do. So mm -hmm. it's life isn't a straight line. Nothing about that was a straight line. Yeah. So it's more so about um, even if you believe you're going in the right direction, try it and see which way it goes. But there are still other possibilities and other benefits to exploring your options. Mm -hmm. Like any any door that opens, you should try to go through that door and, and see where right. it goes. And, and I'm glad that I did because I'm, I'm here to be able to speak to you and speak to everybody listening. Um, about what that means and how much it changed my life. Yeah. Like, and that building. Like, yeah. I, I still love that. Like, you were seeing that building for I, years, it was, right? It was, so, or, it was or, so wild. Like, yeah. um, especially like where I am now and being able to be in the building, right? So, right. like, not just, right. not just staring at it and then working somewhere nearby, but being able to actually, like, step foot in the building that I stared at and the, the, the room that I would stare at now I know. It's our VR room, our virtual reality room. That's so it's crazy. like it's 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 mind blowing to me still, especially yeah. um, just just where and, and, and everyone that I saw in the direction that they went and in high school, you like I say, you think you have it all, you think you have it figured mm -hmm. out. I wanted to be a forensics anthropologist. Ooh, you know that was I thought I wanted to do that. I thought I wanted to go into um, photography. I thought I wanted to go into a lot of different areas, mm -hmm. but you. Wherever life pushes you, you shouldn't give up mm -hmm. on which direction you're going. Like right. I had, um, I had a teacher in um, in middle school, and on her deathbed, she told me, "Never let anyone tell you that you can't." Mm. And that is something that stuck with me. Yeah. And I like to make sure I tell everyone around me, like that's that's the truth. Never let mm -hmm. anyone tell you that you can't. And as a young woman, I had that instilled in me. I was raised by women. So yeah. that was, I saw the strength that they had and I saw the different jobs that they tried. I had an aunt mm -hmm. that drove trucks for Frito-Lay and I had um, another aunt that was a teacher and I've seen, I've seen the different areas and mm -hmm. the support and I've always had somebody to go and ask questions. 
Right. And that's that's really what you what you need. You need to understand who you can ask questions to. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Right. Because questions are how you get to answers. And mm. sometimes a no is okay. Sometimes a no is not bad. You just keep moving past it. Right. And I like that. You know, you know this in our mm-hmm. industry. It's you know, it's not linear, as you pointed. It's, it's not, not a linear. straight line because you could go through the apprenticeship. And and I love to hear the stories of people in our industry that are doing all kinds of things. Some mm-hmm. have been working with their tools their entire career, love mm-hmm. it. They're going to retire from it. Perfect. Yep. Other people said, okay, you know what? I want to go own a business. Right. And so they do that. Others have gone into leadership at the IBW NECA or here at the ETA. Right. Some are running their local unions or their JTCs and, you know, or their NECA chapter and, you know, but it's just to see that some go back and get a, maybe a degree. They choose to get an associate's, a bachelor's, a master's, you know, whatever. There's so many directions you can go. Yeah. Um, That's the other part that's really great about this industry and the construction industry in general. It's like, um, if you want to be a project manager, if you want to have that side of it, if you want to be an inspector, if you want to um, go into owning your own business, there's so many, once you're, once, once you understand that you're here and once you're here, Mm-hmm. It, this isn't just it. Like a lot of people think as electricians that um, we just go into a house, right? And we install an outlet and put in a, maybe put in a switch and turn the lights on. Right. But there's so much more to what we do. Um, we work with so many different industries mm-hmm. and there's so many things to learn. Like we have, I have friends that are plumbers, I have friends that are carpenters and understanding that we're all women in this trade, we're mm-hmm. able to communicate with each other too. So it creates a bond and an experience so that you can understand what's going on in other areas of life as well. So right. it's it's so many opportunities. Like I'm, I'm, I'm young, but at the same time, you never know. Like mm-hmm. I, I, love, I love what I do and I love being on the job site. I love installing. I love understanding that there's a project to be done mm-hmm. and attacking it and and seeing what that is and, and looking back and saying, hey, yeah, I was in that building, you know? Right. I was in that building. You see those lights through the window? Yeah, I put those in. But I also cored the holes that got the pipe to that to that location. So I tell my family all the time, they're like, <laughs> they're like, so what did you do today? And I'm like trying to explain it to them. And it's something that saying it is is one thing, but mm-hmm. being able to experience it is a completely different thing. It's so powerful. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the the vastness of the work. And we, we couldn't even possibly in in this conversation <laughs> delve into it, but it's like, you could be at a hospital, you could be at NASA, you could be, mm-hmm. you know, elect, electricity, electrical work is legitimately everywhere and Literally. it's in everything. Literally. And so, okay. So we're going to pretend there's this young woman listening to us right now. Mm-hmm. And she may be interested in apprenticeship or electrical work, we'll say. Like, what what do you say to her as she's listening? And she's thinking, maybe this stuff is for me. I have these conversations when I go to um, career fairs mm-hmm. or if I'm talking to anyone that is interest, interested. And um, the first thing that I tell them is everything that someone has told you that you're able to do or that you're capable of doing, you have so many more things that you're capable mm-hmm. of. Don't limit yourself to be able to have an opportunity where you can provide for your family. You can provide for your family on your own where you do not need to depend on anyone. You can still have children. You can still have a family. Um, Elaine McGuire, she is our um, uh, 
uh, what's it? I forget the title right now. Um, but she's our uh, member service rep, excuse oh, yeah. me. Yeah. And um, she raised her children going through her apprenticeship. And now she's she looks back and she's like, I'm so glad that I mm-hmm. made that choice and made that decision because I didn't I didn't have to worry about what they're doing or or, or what they need. And mm. now they're also able to be in the apprenticeship as well. So it's a family, mm-hmm. you know, like if you're looking for something where you're not just by yourself in it. There's so many right. people that want you to be here. And if you're interested and you want to try it and you want to you want to understand what you're capable of or what you, what mm-hmm. what the possibilities are in life, it's not just about um if you're if you're on the side doing hair, if you're uh right. doing something else that you're interested in, those are still capable. You're still able mm-hmm. to do those things. But at the end of the day, you still have something to fall back on because a trade is something that no one can take away from you. Right. Once you learn it, right. you can't unlearn these things. And being yeah. an electrician is very important when you have a home or when you have other things that you need to get done because mm-hmm. you don't have to hire that electrician anymore. Mm-hmm. You don't have to worry about, oh, man, my my outlet did go out. What can I do? Mm-hmm. You know how to do that. You understand yeah. what is behind that wall and how to fix that. Right. So it's, it's, it's amazing. Yeah. And the things that you get to see if you're interested in traveling, if you're, um, I was talking to a kid and um, he was like, uh, I like video games, right? Yeah. And he was like, I don't know, I don't, I don't know about this. I kind of want to go that way. I was like, with with dexterity, with finger dexterity, you can be in this industry and go so far because mm-hmm. we don't just have the electrical side; we have the telecommunication side. Right. So that opens up yes. a completely different realm of where you can go and who you yeah. can be. Um, yeah, it's just. Every, I want to I wanna change the, the understanding of what it means to be an electrician. Mm-hmm. Um, there's an understanding that it's very, like we said, linear, mm-hmm. or it's just straight up and down, whatever it sounds like, oh, you're just going into houses and doing electric. Right. It's just it's so many other possibilities in yeah. this career. So any young woman that is interested, anyone that isn't a young woman anymore right. and right. wants a career change, there is an option in this where you can make, um, what, a top rate of, of $60, $62 an hour. Right. You know, and yeah. that's on top of the benefits that we receive as well. We have really great medical benefits. Mm-hmm. You leave with multiple um, retirement funds so that by the time you do retire, you're, you're, you're set up. You can set your family up. It's, yeah. it's, it's a career where some people want to be lawyers and some people you see people on the on the subway or you see them anywhere and they're they're dirty and they have their construction gear on and they have their boots. Mm-hmm. They they just had a really good day. Yeah. That's that's what yeah. I'm gonna say. And it's, it's job security. I mean this job we, we know this this isn't going away, right? Yeah. You're not you know, and so to to have that and to know, okay, I could go explore something else. Mm-hmm. And I've heard people phrase it this way, like, but I can always go back to my tools. Yes. You know, so I can try these other things, but it's given me the stability to be able to go out and do that and to know I have something to go back exactly. to. And that's beautiful. Okay, so tell us about Rosie's Girls, because this is so exciting for me. I am so excited about Rosie's Girls. So um, um, apprentice training for the electrical industry is our training arm for IBW Local 98. We received the PA SMART grant so that we could begin the process of establishing this pre-apprenticeship program. So um, this program, it's designed for 11th and 12th grade young women. Uh, to introduce them to the trades, I like to say to uh, to demonstrate to them what 
what they can do in this industry mm -hmm. so they can kind of get an understanding of what it is. Like we said, there's a lot of folks that are interested and some people don't even know what it is. Mm -hmm. So um, being able to explain and, and, and demonstrate what that looks like, it makes it so that prior to getting out of high school, you, you have the camaraderie that you're looking for mm -hmm. to feel like you can branch off into it. Um, I feel like that's one of the one of the main factors with why there are women there, there's a there's a lack of women in this industry mm -hmm. besides the fact there's other factors but um, that's one of them I feel mm -hmm. like um, letting young women understand that we're here and we're here to support you and you're not alone in this and it's not everything that you may think it is it's actually more than that um, it's it's powerful so we're going to introduce them to wiring techniques, um, how to bend conduit. Uh, there's also a piece in there for the math and reading for mm -hmm. our aptitude test. Um, what else? Uh, you'll be able to um, talk to some of the, the trade, the, um, the vendors. Mm -hmm. So between the trades and between different vendors, such as like Milwaukee, uh, Klein, mm -hmm. They'll, they'll be available so that you can actually have a conversation. And that's another area to go into as well, you know? Right. So Oh, yeah. We didn't even mention that one yet. <laughs> right. Yeah. There's, so many, yeah. there's so many different areas. Um, so it's just to, it's to, it's to build the, the mentoring opportunities as mm -hmm. well. So we have apprentices that are very excited about participating in this as well. Uh, we've been talking about the, the trade fair and, and things that we're going to do in the future uh, where we're building that from from both directions. Mm. So we have uh, women that have been in for 25 years or more. We have folks that are getting in now and we have yeah. ones that we're welcoming in. So we're trying to make sure that we're building this um, availability towards w for women to understand mm. that this is available to them from, from all angles. Right. So this is just one of the first steps, but I am okay. very excited about this pre-apprenticeship program. Yeah. And you're empowering so many people and, and women in particular with this because it's the ones that have been doing this work for however long mm -hmm. or they may be a little new, but they're in the apprenticeship, mm -hmm. maybe their first or second year mm -hmm. that get to give back. And then you've got the new ladies coming in. And it's just this this awesome experience to be like, I get to make a difference in someone's life. Right. And for the one these pre-apprentices are saying, wow, there's someone there yes. that yes. is like me in some ways and can help me. Because one of the main reasons, if you look at data, one of the biggest reasons people leave, men, women, whatever, mm -hmm. um, is because it's not what I thought it was going to be. Mm -hmm. So they get into apprenticeship, they start, and they say, whoa, this was not what I thought. Right, well, right, a right. pre-apprenticeship program, I mean, really, event, like, there's several out there. There's grants that we've got that you know, have started new pre-apprenticeship programs and so forth. And the whole point of those is we are introducing people mm -hmm to electrical construction work. Yes. So they're getting to to see it, touch it, experience the the even the book work, right, mm -hmm. of it. Yep. And so okay, now I'm understanding my on the job training. I'm understanding the classroom time. Mm -hmm. This in for me, will you leave then? You haven't invested a lot of your time and money into it. That JTC or AJTC hasn't invested a bunch of their time and money into it. So we we right. understood we parted ways mm -hmm. because it wasn't for you. Mm -hmm. But when that pre-apprenticeship shows somebody, oh my gosh, this is exactly what I want to do. It's everything I want to be. Now we're preparing them for success. Right. Because you've got that aptitude test and some people don't test well. They may be brilliant. Exactly. But math and reading and you're making me do it in a certain time. And so having those <laughs> courses, so you know, before you, like I'm setting you up for success because I want you to do this yes. if you want to do it. Yes. You know, it shouldn't, the aptitude test shouldn't be a barrier no. to getting in. It's a measurement. We need it. I, I get why we do it. Mm -hmm but how can I help you 
exactly. Like I went, I, I went to Science Leadership Academy, mm. and it's project based. So at first we weren't, I wasn't uh, really great with testing, but there is um, a science behind understanding how to test and mm -hmm. having the confidence to be able to get past that test, right? So if you step into a room and you take one, sometimes it's not, like you said, you can be brilliant. It's not about your ability, but it mm -hmm. is, it, there are certain uh, factors when you're taking a test that could be uh, detrimental to the mm -hmm. success of how you score on that test, but it has nothing to do with your ability. And that's why we want to make it so that um, we're able to open that up to, mm -hmm. to so many folks. Um, my, my training director always likes to mention, we take anyone from jail to Yale. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who you are and where you are. If you want to be here and you have a, a, a desire to actually do well and to commit yourself to a career this isn't a job. This is a career. This is something right. that lasts throughout your your life. Mm -hmm. Even after you retire, we have retirees that still love to participate and be active with what we do so that they make sure to uh, inspire the next generation. So it's more so about making sure that we reach a hand down and mm -hmm. actually make it so that we can bring more folks out with us because there's so much work to be done. There's so many things to see. There's so many things to build. And we want to make sure, of, I'm sure throughout the IBEW, mm -hmm. that's the goal. The goal is to uh, keep up with what's happening as far as the infrastructure bill, as far as yes. um, uh, moving us into the next generation of mm -hmm. EV, EV vehicles and and, and improve technology. Yes. That's, that's, where, that's where we're going, right? right. So we want to make sure that we're, we're bringing all minds into that conversation. Mm -hmm. Because if you limit yourself with the minds that you have that are able to think in different ways, it's not just thinking in one way. You want right. to have people that are thinking in, in a multitude of ways based on where they're from, based on their experience. We want all these experiences yes. because that's how you understand where to move forward and, and what's possible. Exactly. You know, this, it's, it's, oh, I get so yeah. passionate about it. Well, and <laughs> that I can, I can feel it. I can hear it. And, and something like Rosie's Girls, this pre-apprenticeship offers this great opportunity to say, okay, yes, you get to take a look. Is this for you? Okay. Mm -hmm. It is for you. Now here's some preparation mm -hmm. for this process, mm -hmm. right? So not only is there a test, there's an interview, Yes. you know, and sometimes there's, you know, opportunities to go direct interview or direct entry. And we, we have those different methods, but the point is we're preparing you that if you do sit at a table mm -hmm. with a committee, mm -hmm. you've, you've had these experiences. You can speak to something you know about. You're not coming in just off the street, which is fine. Yeah. Jail to Yale, right? We'll take Jail it. But it, <laughs> you've actually had this opportunity to then talk to these people that are interviewing about what you enjoyed or what you love or why you want to do it mm -hmm. and feel like you know something. Mm -hmm. And to, you know, we're continuously working on our industry to be more, to look more like our communities, Yes. right? Yes. Gender, race, whatever, right? right? Religion. Yeah. Like mm -hmm. abilities, all that stuff. And so mm -hmm. it's, you know, it's this beautiful thing to empower people to say, I can be there too. Mm -hmm. I can be in leadership. I can be a business owner. Yeah. I can be the instructor, like whatever it is. Right. right. You know, there's, there's so many, that's why. So Rosie's girls is, uh, currently for Philadelphia and the surrounding counties. Um, that's something that of course in the future, we would love to see this grow and, mm. and we would love to help anyone that has any questions about it or uh, or any any concerns about like how how do I get into this industry? That's that's what I'm here for. I'm the recruiter, um, an instructor. Uh, I'm one of, of many because yeah. we all operate in the same way. Where if there's somebody that's interested, we would love to answer any questions that they have. Um, 
but yeah, this this is uh, this is one of the the first for young women, especially. Mm. So that's that's really that's really great because that's um, that's an area that I feel like has been is it's it's understood, but it's time to do some some work mm-hmm. there, and it's time to to open that up to young women so that they actually know that they're capable of it. Right. That's the that's the part. I, I go to career fairs, and a lot of the times, you know, the boys will come over. And they understand. They get it. Like mm-hmm. they're either there or they're at the ROTC table, whatever. Right. But um, the young women are kind of apprehensive, and it's not because they don't want to know. It's more so like, oh, okay, that's that's a trade. Okay, let me let me go mm-hmm. over this way. And it's like, no, like come here and actually listen. I went to one, and one girl came over, and we were talking, and then, and then next thing you know, two other two other mm-hmm. ones came over, and. And next thing you know, the table is full and they're all listening. And I was like, look, see how that one that one girl came over mm-hmm. and everyone saw, oh, okay, there is a girl at that mm-hmm. table. Okay, let me go listen to what they're saying. And next thing you know, I'm talking to all the young women about what this industry really is. Right. And like on a, on a micro scale, yeah. that's what that was. But on a macro scale, can you imagine? Right. Because they saw you, right? So I can see someone there. Mm-hmm. I can see me there. Matters. Then this... Just say it one more time. Representation matters. Absolutely. (laughs) So you're there. So this one girl goes over and then someone else says, oh, I see myself at that table. Mm -hmm. I'll go check it out. Mm -hmm. And that's one one of many. That's one of many. One of many ways. But we've got to do it. We've got to do the work. And that's what I was going to ask you. Like if if someone's listening, they're at a, let's just say at a JTC, they're an instructor, they're a recruiter, whatever they, they are. If they want to recruit more women mm-hmm. to join the apprenticeship? Like what, what advice would you give them? That is, there, there are so many variables, but um, there's, there's a lot of, of uh, guys that talk to me about this mm. and they want to understand, they get it, right? They're like, hey, I'm, I'm a 60 year old cis white man. Yeah. How, do I, how do I speak to these, these young women of color? How do I present right. myself to them? And it's, it is about representation. There's mm-hmm. certain conversations that may be difficult for you to have or to understand or to relate to. But if you have a way of connecting them with someone, someone mm-hmm. that does or that does understand that plight, their plight and their questions, um, I do feel like that's an understanding there. Like it's not, mm-hmm. it's not a negative thing to be mm-hmm. able to have someone to talk to that may have had similar or, or the same experiences. Mm-hmm. And besides that, um, the biggest thing is what our reason for this pre-apprenticeship program mm-hmm. is, and that's um, education about what we do. And right. uh, what I always say, it's uh, intended to introdu- introduce and designed to demonstrate. Mm. So that's that's the that's the how do you say that's the that's the platform that's the the idea. Mm-hmm. The idea is to introduce this to those at a younger age, just like. I, you you don't know if you want to use a screwdriver until somebody puts it in your hand. Right. Right. So right. that's that's something that I came up with as well. Um, my godfather is a multimedia specialist at uh, Bryn Mawr College. And I remember um, I would go there and he would let me kind of see what he was doing and understand what it was to take apart VCRs. He had a VCR shop. <laughs> <laughs> so I understood that I, I like to do it, but I was yeah. introduced to it at a very young age where even after that, I still thought I wanted to be a forensic forensics anthropologist, <laughs> but I ended up going back to it because it was a comfort for me mm-hmm. and I did like using my hands and they were very understanding of that. Yeah. 
being able to introduce that in CTE programs or in high schools, that's very powerful because you're trying to understand what you want to do. Yeah. You're trying to understand which way to go. There's so many pressures of which way you should go. Yes. You want to make sure you're making enough money. You want to make sure that, you know, you're making your family proud or doing whatever you need to do. At least it's something that's in your tool belt at mm-hmm. that point. If you yeah. need to use the tool and if you want to use the tool, it's there for you and it's available. Right. Yeah. And, and back to representation, I think this, I hope I quote it correctly, but it's, I can't be what I don't see. Oof. And that one hit and like, I've probably used it too much, but I don't care Um, Mm -hmm. because it's just true. And so this idea of this, you know, I think you said this, you know, middle aged cis white male Mm -hmm. that may not have certain experiences, but can be an ally, an advocate, a bridge to what they need to see. So like, I, I want you to know I'm here and I support you. Let me introduce you to Tila mm-hmm. or let me introduce whoever, right? Let whoever, me introduce yep. you to this person so that you see yourself, but you know, you've got me. At I'm in your time. corner no matter what you face. Cause you still might be the only, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know, the only woman, the only person of color. I've got it's your awesome. back. Exactly. Around these people that I can speak to. Exactly. And I think that's important as yeah. well. That's, that's the instructors that I work with mm. um, at 98 that is something that they understand as well. They understand representation matters. Hmm. They're very supportive of the women that are in our membership as well. And besides, they're also very supportive of this peer apprenticeship program. They're just as excited as I am. Um, But that's something that I'm glad I have an opportunity to be around Hmm. and to be surrounded by because it's very, I have a great day when when I go to work. Yeah. I have a great day whenever I need a question or I have a question. I know that they're going to be there to help me figure out what the best, what the best, what the best option is. Right. And right. I, I just, I really, I really think that this is a great opportunity for any young woman to understand mm. that we also have a women's committee. We also have, um, we're we're starting up mentorship programs. That's that, that we're we're in the beginning mm-hmm. somewhat of where we want to be. But the world is opening up for for leadership opportunities mm-hmm. for young women as well. So this is a great time to be in the trades and to be in the electrical trade specifically, yeah. because I mean that's what I'm in and that's what I know. But I've seen it in in other areas. Everyone is on this on this on this track of understanding that it's time. Right. It's time. Yeah. So it's past time. It's past time. But it's time, right? But, it, but we this can't is wait. if hey, better late than than never. But yes. yeah, it's yeah. time. It's this is this is the moment. This is yeah. the moment. Even if you don't think that is for you, give it a try and see if it is. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. Thank you so much for <laughs> traveling down to be with us in person. Not that we can't do Zoom, but it's nicer to yeah. to have that face to face. Face is always great. Yeah. So I appreciate <laughs> it. And I know that people can reach out to you to get some ideas, right? Yeah. Say you know, okay, you're doing Rosie's Girls. How can we duplicate that? Or what could we possibly use to reach out? What are you saying at those career fairs? And mm-hmm. and because again, we iron sharpens iron, yes. right? And we don't have to reinvent wheels. We can learn from each other. Mm-hmm. You might, they might be able to tell you something that you hadn't thought of. And I'm always open to it. Yeah. There's always yeah. room for improvement. I don't believe that you ever stop learning. You know, you, you should never try yes. to stop learning. You right. should always be trying to learn and, and to improve. So yeah, there's always room for for more. Yeah. There's always room for more. There's plenty of space. Absolutely. And <laughs> if they want to know where the best Philly 
cheesesteak spot is, they could oh, also man. reach out. No, yeah. I'm I'm not yeah. putting you on the spot now, but you know, they could they could that's, Check that's, in with you. That's on a that. conversation that folks. I said this a conversation that folks in Philly are having right now. Where's the best one? And it depends on where you're from. Yeah. So, so you just go to all of them. I think what you do is you just take them to all of them. Yeah, Let them yeah, decide. Just, just, right? just yeah, one after the other. <laughs> just decide. Well, thank you so much, Tila. We really appreciate you and all the work that you're doing to make all of us better. You're thank making you so all much, of us Cindy. better thank for you. what you're doing there. That's because I've had a lot of people that made me better as well. And you're giving back. Yeah. There's nothing course. more beautiful than that. <laughs> all right. You. Thank you. Thank you so much. Thank you, Tila. Thank you for your energy, your passion, your commitment, and certainly for taking time to share your story with us and all that you are doing. Big thanks to you, the listeners, for being with us. I hope you're inspired by Tila and the work that she is doing and the ability we have to reach out to everyone to tell them about our industry and what we do. Remember that we want to hear from you. So if you've got ideas, topics, things you want us to discuss, if you want to join us, send an email to say what, S-A-Y-W-A-T-T at electricaltrainingalliance.org. Our next episode will drop in November. Until then, connect with us through our newsletter, blog posts, social media, subscribe to the podcast, stay powered up, and we will see you next time. Say what?